When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Yo. All right. I'm all right, mate. You all right? All right. All right. Right. This week has been an absolute shit show of capitalist intrusion into a working man's sport. It can't happen. But there's Jay with a sponsor. Thanks for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see from the, uh, the graphic, this podcast is brought to you by Surfshark. Um, so... We'd like to think our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, so does our need for proper security. Surfshark is a VPN service that protects your information by encrypting all the data that you send through the internet, keeping anyone unwanted from seeing it. Another great reason to use VPN is because content from streaming services can be restricted based on what country you're in. So that could be Netflix, Amazon Prime, or even some highlights on Twitter. With Surfshark, you can solve that problem by changing your location. Also... If you do go abroad when it's allowed again after COVID and still want to watch the football on your UK streaming service, you can set your location back to the UK. Right now, Surfshark has a really good deal on. By using the link in the description and promo code PADDOCK, you will get 85% off bargain, which means for something like a couple of quid a month, you can be fully protected. Plus, you'll get three months for free. Surfshark offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So use the link in the description Promo code PADDOCK for 85% off, three months free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. All your services there. You'll be able to watch football and all the rest of it. Go and check it out. Thank you. Well, I haven't seen anything looking as natural as that since I watched I, Casualty. That was just from memory as well. Yeah. Exactly. I can totally tell that it was yeah. from memory and not reading it out. No. Uh, well done. It was amazing. Thank you, brother. My mayonnaise. Glad, I'm glad to see you appreciate my efforts. Um, what's been happening anyway? Not a lot this week. It's been quiet, been quiet hasn't it? Week off. First time in 51 games, United have had a midweek off, so just happened that it was quiet and jack shit happened. Got a bit of time to spend with the family and that. I know, it's just frustrating, isn't it, when there's literally nothing, no news, nothing to talk about, just a bit boring, a bit quiet, and then, you know, all there is to talk about, really, is you're looking forward to the Leeds game. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Just normal. Did somebody drop a nuclear bomb this week or something? A nuclear bomb shapes like, well, called the European Super League. Is that the one you're referring to? Yeah, that one, yeah. I mean, that came and went like a... A cool breeze. Yeah, thank you. Came and went... <laughs> yeah, came and went like a cool breeze. How long was it here for? Two and a half days? Three oh, days? She's longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> I've had my underwear on longer than that, literally. Um... I mean, is that it now for this, or do you think it's going to come back? Um, That's a legitimate question, not messing about. Judging by, like, Perez, Perez hasn't, like, admitted defeat. He's, as he, he's kind of like, right, it's on standby then. Barcelona actually voted it this in yesterday. How? Why? What? <laughs> Honestly, like, we've been campaigning for fan uh, ownership and fans to have a say and all that lot. No, fuck it, don't give it us. This is what we're happens gonna have when shit you, like yeah. that, yeah. Mm, <laughs> it, yeah. Fucking crazy. Like, it's the worst idea ever. Everyone's dropped out and the Barcelona fans are like, 
I did think I'll it was weird up. that I wasn't seeing anything in terms of protest from Barca or Real because they get a bit explosive, don't they? When they, and I mean literally when when it, when they start kicking off. Yeah, I've seen it with Figo over the years when he went back to New Camp. Yeah, not even about that. I'm talking like hasn't there been like a hand grenade or something at a Barcelona Real Madrid president at one, at one point? It, or did I just make that up? No, there has been like it's not just you know we're gonna throw a few toilet rolls and cartons of Ibina at the coach like the Scousers do. It's like full on, this is war sort of thing. And you're like, why hasn't there been any of this? I'm with you on that because it was like, when I, I saw... Any of it. No. saw some really good what? statements from AC Milan's, um, was it Curva Nod or South? One of them. Mm, one of, one of them. And then I didn't see anything from Juventus. I didn't no. see anything from Inter. And I've seen nothing from Barca Real or Atletico's fans. It's really weird, like you say, they have that sort of passion... They're usually against this sort of thing, the sort of corporate influence, if you will, into football, and yet they all seem to be all right with it. Seen City fans kick up more of a fuss than Real yeah. Madrid. Chelsea fans, yeah, like went ballistic. And fair play to them. I don't like. I hate Chelsea fans, but fair play to them. They actually did, and they stopped the coach, and they got a reaction, and they they weren't having it. Um, and yet, like you say, the the sort of Iberian Peninsula, or whatever, has been a tossed bit, it right off. Been a little bit quiet on the like, subject. How much is it again? Yeah. <laughs> so what's this? We don't have to qualify. We just did it. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Maybe that's not too bad a thing. I mean, how different is that, though, for Bidger being in La Liga? When was yeah. the last time either of them didn't qualify? Whoa, that's going a long way. Do you way. think that anything after to do with Steve? I was talking about this in the office upstairs, and you'll know this. Um, we both will, to be fair. Barcelona don't travel that well. Like, in the greatest game ever. Spanish football don't, don't yeah. travel. In the greatest game ever, the 1991 European Cup and the Cup final, it was basically United yeah, home game. Both of them fucked off after uh, <laughs> after the end of it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. hey, any space on the team bus? There's only two of us. Yeah, this is it. Like, yeah, sound. Um, so, they don't travel, right? Spanish football, now, we've all done the big Spanish games. They don't pretend to bring that many fans and certainly if it's a neutral venue they don't tend to be you know there's not like 30,000 of them whatever so do you think that has any bearing whereas United fans are going well I like my trips to Portugal I like my trips to Scandinavia I like my trips to, to Germany and you're taking all that away from me and Wait. they're going well we're not bothered if you lived in Barcelona though yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that, right. that's, that's it as, 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 as a man beach I know all this good point well made yeah. the, uh, you, you're like right oh where have we drawn oh Norway. Hmm. Oh, where have we drawn? Helsinki. Oh. Yeah. We do have that fermented shark, I've heard, just a bollocks. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not quite the same, is it? No, because so. we live in a dreary, northern, wet, rainy town. Yeah. And we get somewhere to go, it's got a bit, yeah, but it's, it's Denmark. Like, <laughs> it's got a beach though, right? Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> um, there is a super chat from Timothy Kennedy. Thanks for getting involved as well. Give us a like if you're watching. Uh, it says, love the channel, bigger moment, death of the European stupid league or 91 Cup Winners' Cup. What sort of nonsense question is that? It's not a nonsense question. It's, it's a good question. No, it ain't. What was a bigger moment? Well, you know the answer, but I still think it's a worthwhile question. He's making it topical. Well, okay. Giving us an excuse to say that the European Cup Winners' Cup final was the biggest moment in the history of football. Not just European football, but football itself. Without that win, that 1991 European Cup Winners' Cup win, I don't think football would have carried on. I reckon that 1991 Cup win was the genesis of the idea of the European Stupid League. They looked at United playing Barcelona and went, I'll get that every week. That's that was, that is that was the yeah. best that game of football I've yeah. ever seen in my no. life. I was 16 that night. Yeah. That, when that match was on in Rotterdam, never forget it. Uh, welcome to the academy as well, Mad Dragon Seven. I think I might need to send you something. <clears throat> we just sent him a shirt. All right, okay. Um, you need to send him a poster. Though. I do need to send. Po I'm sorry. It's in the, hey, did, um, did Nicky speak to that fellow that scored them goals in that game? Um, I. Don't know if he has. If he has, he has done. If he has, he's not got back to me yet. So let's chase him up on that because if that happens, I think we should just after that just shut the channel down because it don't get. There's no. What's the point in carrying on? You can't get. You can't beat that. Or you can't even get close to doing that. You may as well go out on a high. I believe Andy Mitten's doing a, a special in United We Stand. Oh, mate, have you seen the cover? Yeah. Bandit Nana's cover. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna see if Bandit will have that as a frame. Yeah. Well, he will. I think I'm sure he will. He, that is, have you seen it? No, no, he can send one my way as right, well. Right, let's see if we can get this on the screen because um, we had Bandit Nana on the other week. He came on Fanzine Friday. Um, Rick, he does all the United We Stand covers. 
Um, and he's just, he's a great guy. Big, massive United fan, obviously. It's 30th anniversary. That honestly makes me feel old. It must make you two feel older because you two are really old. Yeah, well, we are. I was 16. Right. How old were you, Jay? 11. 11. 11. Um, but that's why it's so special for us. Some people go, why would you go on about it all the time? But, oh, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, producer Cam's going to share that, the, the, the cover for the United We Stand that's coming out soon. Um, like you always say, Steve, it's like your first proper, like the 1990 Cup, FA Cup one's my first one where I understood. I was too young for the 85 final to really get what that was That was going. my one. Yeah. 85, 83. They yeah. were my first. But the 91, I sort of remember the run. I remember Montpellier. I remember like Clayton Blackmore scoring free kicks and obviously Chelsea. Munkash. Sparky's goals as well in the final. So it, it sticks in your memory, doesn't it? It's that special feeling. Leads you well, so. Yeah. It's like 93 for me is always special because. Rexham. Like the, yeah, the Sheffield Wednesday game is always special for me because I was 13, I was there, and it was like Steve Bruce's late goals. That's why I always say Steve Bruce. Oh, Bruce's yeah, we were there for about eight or nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, not. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the um, the cover. So make sure you get yourself a copy of that. Go yeah. and support your fanzines and definitely support that one because look at it. Right. It banned it, honestly. If I don't have one of them in my office, like. Next week. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Our retro's that. that. Well, retro's pl- that. Please sell them because I'll I'll buy the fuck out of them. I love it. I I absolutely love it. It's 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 brilliant, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. Anyone who's wondering what's going down there, just explain it to them. It's the thirtieth anniversary of um, the reason United are the biggest football club in the world. Yes, and that is sort of the silhouette of of Mark Hughes scoring his second goal. Mm. Um, and in the background there you can see Iconic the photos of the fans like it looked like every flag in Manchester got took to Rotterdam that's ridiculous <laughs> that is so good that's the iconic end when I think of United is, yeah. that, is that one yeah that's up there with the, is it the 77 cup final where there's loads of photos from that one yeah, yeah. yeah my dad and was, uh, and stuff was like that. my, my yeah. dad was uh, 77 I, I, I remember Absolutely. I remember the homecoming 91 it was fantastic on oh, Dean's Gate really I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> CJ <laughs> McNally says I was born on that day and my dad um, missed my birth to be there and my mum has never forgiven him. wonder how old he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, to be fair though, I, I don't want to get involved in a family feud here, CJ, but your dad definitely made the right decision. Yeah. yeah. Like, no I disrespect to you, you pal. But right. Here's the thing, right? You can have other kids. Yeah, exactly. You, can. you can't have other 1991 Cup Winners Cup Finals. If there's a United We Stand cover of CJ's birth, then fair enough, I'll go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Maybe your dad made the wrong decision. But I'm guessing there isn't. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he probably made the right Apparently choice. Eurovision's in Rotterdam this year. Should we go? 30, 30 I, I, I'm not joking. I think we should go. Me and Patterson was driving home from training last night and we actually said, do you think we should just, me and Jay should just go to Rotterdam park ourselves on a couple of deck chairs and do Housen's Brew from there in a couple of weeks. Here's some questions that I don't know the answer to. One, what's the internet like in Holland? (laughs) Two, (laughs) how much does it cost to get to Holland at the moment? Three, is it even legal to go to Holland at the moment? I don't know the answer to anything. Four, how much is a beer? Hang on a minute, legal in Holland? Yeah, but is it legal to go to Holland? Well, they can nick us when we get back. That's a good point, my mate. (laughs) Not that we're advocating breaking the COVID rules or the law or anything. No, so they just that, said, you, know, you can nick us when we get yeah, back. Yeah, we just, that's, you know, we're, <laughs> we're a bit stupid. <laughs> no, I think we have to consider that. Once we've done our watch along as well. It's all happening. It's all, it's all going on. Maybe you could do a detour if we make the Europa League final. 15 for me, innit? The Europa League final? No. This. Oh, right, sorry. So maybe you could do a 10-day tour? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, go, go Holland, go no, Germany. Twenty sixth of May. Go to Poland. Coincidentally, is the um, is the Europa League final this year? Do you reckon we could do a lot then? We could do the, we could do a clean sweep Eurovision slash tribute to uh, <laughs> Matt Busby's birthday as well. Matt Busby's birthday, of course. It's all happening. It's all there for you. Um, do get involved in comments. Get involved in chat. Give us a like. Let us know what you think about everything that's going on. We've been speaking about obviously the greatest night um, in European history. One of the shittest was of recent memory was obviously when this Super League drama came about. Now, good segue. We've been doing a little bit of chatting to various journalists, um, ex-players, and stuff. I'm a bit worried that we're not out of woods with this yet. No, that no. There's, there's more. Easy. When, when have a when has a billionaire ever not got his way? Gone cool. I'll take me ball in and be fine with it. Thank you. 
Never, ever. Ever. And after what, two and a half days, they've all gone, well, we give that a go and it didn't work. Looks like we're going to miss out on about three and a half billion quid, never mind. <laughs> like an evil Bond villain stroking his cat in here. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm wrong and it is dead in the water, but I have a feeling that they're going to go, well, you, we listened to you on the European Surprise, Super League. Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> so now we've, we've took that on board, so now we're coming out with the European Amazing League, <laughs> which is different. We're legacy fans. Bullshit, man. What's that, mate? What, what did you feel, Andy, when you heard that? Fucking absolutely hurtful. I was ready to walk away. I will. I won't. I was ready to walk away. Tuesday. Walk away from oh. what? Real Madrid? No, <laughs> from Man United. It was Real Madrid's boss saying it. No, but we were in it. We were the instigators of a part of it as well. Doesn't I was ready to walk. Mean that we are treated the same? It probably does, but it doesn't do you remember your first? Mean. You remember your first United game? I, I sort of do, but my, I, the one I, I always do. pivot to is I the, do with the one dad. against the Scousers, because that's the one I can remember properly. I do with like, my dad. My first one, I was a ch- like a toddler almost. I do with my dad. I remember taking my brother to his first game, early 90s, and my nephew in 2008. That's a fam- That's a tradition. That is a, that is a heritage of English football. It's Gary Neville said it's, it's that eight-year-old, nine-year-old, you, and you fall in love with football, and you're going into a stadium, and they try taking it away from us. Well, they are. You're right. And, um, you know, you look at the history of this club and the, the, the ties we've got with European football as well. And then obviously the way it would have just, just turned the Premier League into a bit of a joke. I mean, we saw it on Monday. Was it, we talked about it earlier on the preview. You know, you Liverpool versus Leeds. What what would that mean if there was no... You're in Europe anyway. Scousers. There's no point in even playing that game. It ruins What's everything. What's the point? It's, the the knock-on I mean? effects of all of yeah. this are vast. Probably expected and unexpected, but just... It just screws everything. Yeah. I mean, it even screws. Like, let's say United and Madrid are 7th and 8th yeah. in that division of 10, right? <laughs> and it's two games to go, and we can't go anywhere, and we don't need to be fighting to stay in it. Why would we be asked? No. Why would you even go to the game? Yeah, I mean, there's that. Wow. You, pr- you might get eighth in- place finish. You might get international players who are like, listen, the Euros are coming up. Yeah. Can I just sit this one out, Gaffer? It's a waste of time game. Yeah. And then you're like, you're right, mate. listen, we're uh, we're not going to win the league this year. So how do I motivate my players to finish as high as possible in the league? What's the point? Yeah. So now the Premier League's fucked. Yeah. And you just think... <sighs> yeah. And even if you're like, let's say you're a Wolves or an Everton and you're trying to have a, a, a end of season, the one thing that the European competitions have helped is that the increase in numbers of qualification for the Champions League and that. Yeah. It means that there's not many. There's like three or four clubs come the end of a season that are in a dead rubber game. Yeah. Most people are either fighting relegation or fighting Europe or trying to win the thing, which means that come the end of the season, there's a crescendo end of a season because no one's just chilling. Yeah. I don't watch that much in terms of American sports, but the people that I speak to that do, saying there's so many games that are just pointless come the end of the season. And it's just like a five-a-side game. You, you, not only have you removed the literal competition by uh, guaranteeing 75% of your participants to always be in it. I mean, it's just instantly going to get shy, isn't it? But you've removed the competition from the leagues that they have to qualify from as well. You've just absolutely twatted the whole ecosystem of football with it. And that's what people don't get that are in support of it. Well, I would like to watch United play Real Madrid instead of West Brom. Okay, but the reason that you like watching United against Real Madrid now is because it means something. Yeah. You, you ain't going to matter. Like the, the reason you don't like watching United versus West Brom is now is because West Brom haven't won 10 European Cups and aren't one of the best teams in Spain. No. <laughs> or the you Midlands. You, you, make, you make a great point, mate. Absolutely spot on. We've got quite a lot of super chats. We're going to go through some of them. Uh, Keon Foster says, I genuinely think the Glazers will be gone soon. <laughs> I hope <laughs> you're right. This out. How long is Giggs looking at? Criminals, you got to know. Um, apparently, Ryan Giggs has been charged. I don't think we can comment no, on that. No, no. So like, I would just say, listen. Don't want to prejudice I'm anything sure or what the, the law co- is. I'm sure the court without. case will, will run its course. And if he's guilty, then... He absolutely shouldn't have done that shit. And if he was innocent, then either way, you know, he shouldn't have done that shit. So, yeah, yeah, no, well said. Um, Red Devil Reddit, welcome to the uh, membership. Thank, welcome to the first team. Sorry, uh, Ryan Previn, is it? Have we had, have we had this? I was emotionally prepared to walk away from football with this European Super League. There's a few way. people saying that. I knew sort of saying that. Yeah, trailer had me like, how could I? Um, 
Oliver Smith says, I remember my first game, United versus Blackburn 2008, Rooney and Ronaldo um, scored. I'm 17. Um, Peter Kelly says, United fans in Florida should protest at the Tampa Bay Stadium because the leeches actually care about that team. What's this space is all I'm going to say about that. You <gasps> what, that, that last comment you said, yeah. you can't buy memories like that. No. You can't, mate. No, you're you right. You can't. And fuck these fucking yanks and I can't wait to see the back of them because this was a desecration. What time are we flying out to Florida, Joe? <laughs> I, I, I've got to go to Florida. It's work-related. We're going to go and protest outside. Yeah. No, no, no. Steve, Steve. Steve's got the balaclavas. Yeah, me and Steve going. We're back in three weeks. <laughs> Um, uh, three to five years. Yeah, three to so, five. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, Sons of Grimmier says, How do you think opposing fans are going to react to us now? No, who gives a fuck? They, yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. They hate us anyway. Do you think there is any chance of us signing anyone now in the summer? That super chat was like a Frank Bruno te- uh, tweet. Have you ever seen Frank Bruno's tweets? Do Frank Bruno's tweet will say, oh, met up with Mike Tyson today. Great shout. Think I'm going to have curry for tea. Oh, I've just been watching uh, Anton Dex's Friday Night Takeaway. It's mint. Oh, can't find my slippers. That's what his tweets are like. He puts like every bit of information going through his mind in his tweets. And that's what that super chat was like. Um, to answer all those, don't care about how the super fans, uh, super fans, opposing fans react to us. I'm not really bothered. It was nice to see you do, do unite for a few days, yeah. for a day or two. Then it's, can we get, all get back to hating each other? Correct. Um, you could buy a Red Bull and a gun in the same shop in America. I, I still think we'll sign someone in answer to that question, but I don't think it'll be a big signing. Um, Juan Martinez says, if the Glazers, etc., had gotten Project Big Picture through last year, would the other Premier League teams even be able to vote against the Super League? Oh, my God, yeah. Um, Ian John says, we either need to get these tossers out of our club or drastically reduce the percentage of shares they hold. They will attempt to revive the ESL in a few years if we don't have now. I completely agree with that. What's... Everything you've just said. Someone's just said, on. stay stay where we are with the green and gold paddock kit. I'll, oh, I'll there's a good question. I will come to hey? that in a second. Um, Cam, can you rip it off my Twitter and get it on screen? Let us know when you've got it. Put me down for one of them. Uh, Matthew Greenwood says, Glaze is likely to use it as a reason or not. Oh, in- at a point. Oh, sorry. I was just pausing for a Oh, right. Thought. Sorry. I thought you were trying to flog, um, flog some merchandise. Oh, I'm going when Cam's got it. As, as, we, uh, as we continue our anti-capitalist vein of this show. Yeah, listen, I know that capitalist shit, but we will be hawking some very well-priced merchandise. No, what I was going to say is, that project big picture, wasn't that Joel Glazer at the forefront of that? I think so, yeah. Mate, fuck this guy. I know. Fuck this guy. I know, I know. This, this prick said in 2004, was it 2005? When I was in university... In, Lo- in England, in London, I grew up falling in love with this great game and know what it means. You, did you fuck, lad? You knew what you were doing from the 80s. You knew, you had it in the pipeline. you parasite. Yep, agree with all that. Parasite. Um, he didn't fall in love with the game. He fell in love with getting dividends. Uh, Matthew Greenwood, don't know if there's any relation to uh, Mason. Uh, says Glazer's likely... Or, or Alex. Or Al- <laughs> yeah. All right, Mr. Woke. Uh, Glazers. How's she not getting twatted walking down the street? She was like, oh, Everton. Oh, Liverpool. Oh, City. Oh, United. I'm going Leon. Walking on more clubs than Tiger Woods, the crazy bitch. (laughs) Man, I miss somebody. (laughs) Never mind. We're talking women's football because we're woke as fuck. All right. (laughs) Glazers likely to use it as a reason to not invest this summer. Public line that Woodward's exit led to uncertainty. He's not gone. Internally, small price to pay. I won't believe it until he's ESL. gone. He hasn't gone. He hasn't gone. He's, he's like, saying he's going. I'm going. Wolf of Wall Street. End of the fucking year, though. Son yeah. a bit. And John Murtagh is going to be completely... Oh, it's not even John Murtagh. It's someone else who takes over. It'll be completely different, but I'm going to appoint them. Um, yes. Yeah, because you, you're going to stay silent on the outside and he's going to do your dirty work. Um, it says Andrew Young says, David Gill took up a position at UEFA after Woodward fucked off. Same day. Same day, yeah. I mean, people need to... I mean, David Gill was competent at his job, but I'm not like, oh, David Gill's is the saviour of Manchester United. He's not really, is he? He's just someone who isn't as bad as Ed Woodward. Um, Oliver Edwards, I'm already Arnold out for when he inevitably gets promoted. Yeah, they're talking <laughs> of Richard Arnold just getting... Um, um, I believe that there's some truth to the Edwin van der Sar stuff. Really? Don't in, get me twitching. In terms today. of that United want him, whether or not that means he'll actually go for it, that's a different story altogether. Yeah. It? But I believe that there's the some truth. In, they? They're desperate for the United the, wanting it. For a cushion. 
Yeah. They need a cushion. Um, Devin Sharma says, things will only get worse. Richard Arnold, another account, will be our new CEO. Um, yeah, it's like the opposite of that song, isn't it? And even then, even then, they're, they're going to talk to the fans. They, they won't talk to, like, us lot. They'll talk to them fans who they've been talking to in the past. Which is it? Like, it's like, not much go. Uh, what you call it? The ones who, like, who were okay with the glazers, you know, who were... Who, who fucking out? You know, the suits. The suits. Uh, executive type. Ex executive the type, United type. Um, Adam McCall's in the not chat us. as well, and he's made a good point. Like the video. Um, I mean, I don't know. Must have been having a conversation with the club. And we know some of the Musk guys. I know they. I know Ian Still, and know he wants the best for his club. I don't know. There's sort of plans of thought. There's process of, uh, planned. You saw the announcement today about the one ahead of the Scouts game um, on May the second. There's other things in the pipeline. We've seen fans as well doing their own organic movements. The the, the the protest down at Carrington was like 20 to 30 lads went down there. First thing, was it Thursday morning? Just walked in and had a chat with Ollie. And I, for one, I'll tell you this, I, for one, um, I was kind of, I don't know what Ollie said in his press conference. I'm kind of impressed with him, being honest. I haven't seen it yet. He, was, he, he sort of like, because he's not, he's not going to come out and go, well, the Glazers are all parasites. We can say it, and we do, uh, and they all need to go. But he, he sort of praised, not praised the fans, but he was all right about the fans. He was talking about, you know, he didn't really praise the owners at all. I know there's another bit in the embargoed bit from the print that comes out half ten tonight, so who knows what that's got in store for us. But yeah, he was quite complimentary to most of the fans, and the, even the fans that came to this ground, because we know uh, the training ground, you know, they spoke to him, and he was like, I've always got time for the fans sort of thing, and I had a, I had a really civil conversation with him, and, and it was, you know, it was nice. So he wasn't like, well, they shouldn't have been in the training ground, and rah, rah. Oh, yeah, it's like Jim White on Talk Sport, so-called United. He's a fucking wanker. Jim White's a United fan? No, Jim White said, so-called Man United fans have uh, gone into Carrington. Why do they always do that? I mean, fucking I don't want to equate what these lads did in protest, because they agree with them, with racists. But why do they always go, oh, they're not United fans if they're racist? Well, no, they are. Just accept that you've got people who are fucking racist. Every fan base has got them. Deal with them. Don't just disown them and pretend they don't exist. But, you know, why did he say these lads aren't United fans? They, you're fucking, they are United fans. They are. And they're upset United fans that are showing that they're fucking upset. Um, and and, and they didn't break anything. They no. didn't do it. Like, peaceful. It was they peaceful. They walked into so a car park. So what's your problem, Jim White, you tosser? Uh, someone else said it's half ten tomorrow. I think it's half ten tonight because it goes out in the papers tonight, in the papers for the tomorrow morning. That's the point of it. Um, what does... What? Uh, the embargo. Oh. Yeah, so you'll see, if you go and like, that'll be in the papers tomorrow. For them to be able to do that, they have to print it tonight. Um, it we have tonight. Um, Paddock Screen and Gold, Gold Kit, if you would like to share it on the screen, please. There it is. Um, so, as you can see, we haven't yet revealed who ah. our new manufacturer is. So there's a smiley face. It is not the smiley face manufacturer. <laughs> uh, it is a as yet to be revealed one. Um, we are probably producing that. The plan was to produce that for the 22-23 season, as that would be the 30th anniversary of that iconic kit going on sale for Manchester United. But in light of recent events, we are having a discussion to see how fast we could turn it around. It's about a four to six month process to, to make it as a kit because it's fully bespoke. It's not an off-the-shelf thing, obviously. So we're having a chat with our friends at our Smiley Face manufacturer to see how fast we could get it produced. But we, because it's custom, we have to guarantee 500 sales, which... Oh, you could put me down for one. I think we might do. What do you reckon, commenters? Have we got enough to say we do 500? I think we have. Let us know in the comments if you would be interested in that. And, um, and you know, we can see th there's a possibility we get it for, well, it'd be the back end of um, this season, I guess. But um, we have to pay from all up front, so it's weighty. So let us know if you're interested. I and mean, maybe we do a pre-order on it if you're interested in that sort of thing. And, you know, I guess let us know. Yeah, those people saying, yeah, um, I think it's a good point, actually. It's Leeds game. Is it Leeds game on Sunday, isn't it? So it might be tomorrow. Football, so. bloody hell. Sunday, sorry, yeah. God, it was a game. Embargo, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, do get involved in the comments. Give us a like as well. Um, let us know what you think about the movements, the process. Do you think they're going to come? Do you think it's going to change anything? Do you think this could be a moment for football as well? You know, you've seen a lot of anger. Andy was mentioning there about football fans for once coming together. Um, the, the thing is, though, United fans still hate their owners. Liverpool fans kind of do, a little bit. City fans don't. I 
think they're ashamed. Yeah, but that's about it. You know, they're not that ashamed because they've taken them from sort of League One to the Champions League, literally. I think Arsenal fans are in the same boat. Arsenal fans now. are the same as us. Now, yeah. Chelsea fans, again, they love Abramovich. He's took them from relegation fodder to Champions League, so they're not that for. So it's Spurs not, will, he'll brush it's it off not like there's the massive movement amongst the, the fans of English football or whatever. It's just, you know, this is more or less for us, I think, and about us and about United fans because I don't think it's going to be this... I don't know, I might be wrong this massive collective movement, I think it's going to be more about Manchester United fans. And I think there's a real movement going on with United fans and a real energy there I think, um, that you can see. I think when Joel Glazer was announced co-chairman, the, the, the penny dropped with all the fans who mock us and take the piss. This was going to destroy English football. And they knew. And they always mock us, take the piss, you know, Yankees for United. Well, hey, it came home to roost, didn't it? No, it... It, it did. It certainly did. Um, because you like, like you say, I remember them chants of USA. Uh, yeah. Um, City fans doing it. Liverpool. Everyone was laughing at us and saying, "Ah, oh, well, you know." I remember, you know, the Bolton, Bolton fans when it? it was holding up banners and stuff, saying, uh, "Love Glazers, hate United," and all this sort of stuff. But we was always warning. Yes, obviously, my main concern is Manchester United Football Club, and I knew it was bad for United. But something like this happening at United was going to be bad for football. It was. They weren't just going to go, well, we've got United now, that's it. It was an example to other chairmen or other owners, potential owners, sorry, what they could do. And also, they were going to try to change it. This Super League idea has been going for years. They love the American model, where, you know, you know more about it than I do. But, the, you know, it's not promotion and relegation and all that sort of stuff. It's a closed but this, shop. I don't understand. I don't, I don't like it in American sports, and I've got no right to have an opinion on that, I know, but... I, I don't think it adds to anything. And I certainly, with the pyramids that exist in European football, like, how how is that better than the system that we currently have? The system that we currently have at the minute is amazing. It's amazing. I know, any, let's say, instead of Italy, Spain, a little club can come all the way to La Liga, go all the way up to the top. Look at, what was it? Deportivo La Coruña, I remember that. Oh, I remember them, yeah. Yeah, they, they yeah, won they a Spanish... right good team, didn't oh, they? Oh, yeah, they, in the day. they won the league in the in mid-90s, I remember that. Uh, Barcelona had a pelter the last day of the season to win the to win uh, La Liga, and he missed it. Oh, yeah, and and La Coruña won the title, I think it was 91-92. Remember that? It was a few weeks before we, uh, say, uh, we were going on our own title push with Leeds. Remember it? I mean, that's what I mean. It's that's the love of football. Yeah, well, this is it. We've seen it here, haven't we, with Leicester? We've seen it with other clubs as well. Where not necessarily... They're both Tivo now. In, um, we're in the second division. In, in England. I mean, I remember 2004. I know we were robbed. I mean, we were robbed because it's the worst decision I've ever seen in my life. But Porto obviously went on to win the Champions League and under this thing, they wouldn't be in it. So, yeah, I mean, it's things and... Was it mid, was it mid eighties? Uh, was it style Bucharest or somebody beat Porto in the Champions League? In, uh, in the European Cup, 86, somebody... Style Bucharest beat Barcelona on penalties. That's the one. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah. Remember, that's, it was when, that, uh, that's Terry, the love Terry affair. Venables, Terry Venables was manager of Barcelona and um, he went to penalties. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the love affair. That's what I mean. I mean, remember when we paid, played in the Super Cup in 1981? Was it Red Star Belgrade? Belgrade? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, they weren't obviously the club with the most money and they had a quality team. That is the most one-sided smash and grab you'll ever see. How we won that game, I will never Marseille know. Marseille 93. They were all over us constantly. Hey, Marseille we 93. Managed to, we managed to get the win. But Marseille didn't they get taken off and for corruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the, that's the dream, isn't it, though? Yeah, I mean... All right, they were dodgy as anything, but... I know what he's saying. They wouldn't have, we didn't even have a French club in this new idea. Um, Matthew Smith says, any of you know if there's a motorbike parking at OT for the protest tomorrow coming from Hull? I presume there is. I'm not really sure. I know a few lads. I know a few coming from Sheffield. Yeah, there's a, I know, like I said earlier, there's a lot of movement growing now. There's a lot of process going. We're hearing from um, the sort of statement about the one that's going to be uh, going out. Yeah, the rebellion started, hasn't um, it? On, um, ahead of the Liverpool game. So you can see it as well, and, and obviously the one you're talking about as well tomorrow. So there's a lot going on. We also had the Red Knight statement today. They've, they've spoken out. They're sort of making demands, if you will, to the club. <laughs> I mean, I would love it if that Red Knights became a thing, but... I don't know, are we too far down the line with it now? It feels like such an enormous amount of money that these clubs don't necessarily change hands at this price yeah. now. You know, it seems like it's the smaller fry clubs like your Cities and your Wiggins and, you, you know, your whoever get, get bought out. No one's yeah. buying the billion-dollar clubs. 
What was the biggest club that sold lately? I, can't, I don't know, I mean, I mean, they tried to get the Newcastle deal over the line, didn't they? But they, they failed, didn't, didn't it? Failed. But even that was a big sort of signing that, you know, it, it needed one of those oil rich families or you know, even then and then they stopped if, they, if that had gone through they would have been pushed in it. they would have gone for the Super League Newcastle them owners they would have been in it as well the thing is is like you know whichever way you look at it, it's flawed because you can say say City for example they go okay well, we've got these billionaire owners who they do care they do put a lot of money in they do they have regenerated East Manchester but they don't care about Manchester City they're not like oh yeah we had pictures of David White on our wall when we were growing up. Ian and Brightwell. Ian Brightwell. Yeah. No. They probably, didn't, they probably didn't even know. Terry Feeling. Exactly. Who Manchester City were 20 years ago. Tony Colton before he came over. Keith, yeah. Keith Kill. Exactly. So it's just a case of this Colin is... Colin Hendry. This is, I know. This is a good way of us to, to, to distract from what's going on in our own country and some of the human rights abuses we're getting away with. That's why they're doing it. So it's just, it's not like a, a labour of love. Then you've got the other side of the coin, which is you've got our owners who aren't putting money in, are just taking money out, who just want money from it. So either way, it's not, it leaves a bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, just spend just enough to get the money back. Exactly. That's what it is. Because a lot of people say to us, well, I, you know, you lot are spoiled. You've got, um, you know, you've got an £80 million defender, an £89 million midfielder. You've got all these players, you've played in the Champions League. But we make more money than anyone. We've got they've a stadium. Taken more, they've taken more money out than anyone. We've got a stadium that needs... Um, an, an urgent repair, man. It's like last twenty years. They've left. They left Old Trafford to rot. Apparently, some of the steelwork in the south stands just crumbling. Stop it, really? How is that Gary okay? Ne Gary Neville made, made, said that you could see the rust up to that. Was it needs a baby wipe on the front of the east stand? Yeah, and a <laughs> catcher. I tell you, right? Fucking Bob but the yeah, builder can't that, fix that. I tell you, some of that on on south stands. That's mad. That crumbling, yeah. crumbling, mate. Right, that's a bit. Of well, you think about it. Like, look, think about close your eyes, Jay. Go back to 1990. Yes. What a season that was, right? Now think of what Old Trafford looked like. Stretford yeah. end. Stretford Big fucking well. gap in the corner. Yeah. It's a yeah. north stand. Which mm. which architect signed that off, by the way? Because that looked like an absolute bag of nails, didn't it? <laughs> Some of the like things that went on when Old Trafford was getting up. Do you remember when he had the big poles? I remember watching uh, North stand. Yeah. Like, I remember watching a game against Middlesbrough once and I couldn't see half the game. 95, 96. Some, yeah. uh, the Blackburn game in 92, 93, the last game of the season, yeah. uh, on scaffolding at the back of the stand. <laughs> How the fuck is that legal? It's <laughs> um, a one-off emotional night. Getting cagoules. Manchester City Council. Yeah, I was going to say, did you get a cagoule? Fucking right, did you? Manchester City Council probably just said, forget it. Let it go. Let it go for that night. Um, Lord Brady says, Ed's out there. But where to now in terms of high up position changes? Glazers ain't going nowhere, unfortunately. Been a bit of movement what changes the last couple of weeks. are realistic? Nicky Buck going, Murtagh and Fletch coming in, Wu are going. Exactly. Yeah, it's been. But anyway, I haven't finished what I was saying. Sorry, so think on. about the sort of uh, revamping that Martin Edwards did, 1990 onwards. So obviously, the first thing he did was make it all seater, remove the strap for end, and he made it the bold. Remember, it was the bowl. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was mint, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Euro 96 was on the arrest. We had about, what, two years of that, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a year and a half of that? Expansion, yeah. And we then he went, the Bosch, North Stand. You know, fucking 55,000 seater stadium. Jesus, fucking Christ. And then he went and banged on an extra tier on top of South, uh, East Stand and West Stand. Fucking Christ. Quadrants. Then I, the quadrants got done in 2007, 8? Yeah, yeah. Like around that. Roughly around well, the Ronaldo era, that sort I of thing. I think that they were done or the work had been planned under Edwards and that still, under Gill. So, or under the, the previous regime, I think. Since the quadrants got done, has there been a fucking bloke who's been at a screw fix in there since? No. <laughs> no. There's been a bit of work now for the disabled fans to go to the back of the Stretford end. That's they've had been to on. do. Yeah, yeah reluctantly they did it. They, yeah, they, they didn't, they didn't want to do it. Law. They, they, that's, they that's, fucked that's... around with the bottom of the scoreboard and... Um, making the tunnels wider because he was going to have all disabled seating there Again, until everyone pointed legally. out the ridiculousness of, of seating vulnerable people behind the fucking goal and where people shoot balls really hard. Oh, do you know the people that maybe don't move so good? Yeah. Let's put them in the fucking drop zone for fucking 40 mile an hour balls getting pinged at them. You silly fuckers. Um, and not only that, I used to not be able to see. I was level with that first tunnel when I was in East Lower. Stood up. Yeah. So from there below... Because of the camber of the pitch, you ain't seen dick at the strip. I'm the same. I've been in the tunnel, and it's the same. I, I'm fucking blind anyway. But I was like, 
what's going on down there. Yeah. Is it a goal? Yeah. Not yet. Can someone tell me? Let me know. No, it's a goal. Yeah. That's so, you're right. It's just, there's, there's no, like, the ground needs but work on and they're not for Ryan it, Giggs is past to Michael Owen for that goal. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Didn't see the ball. Right. You just see the movement of people and then the net ripple and oh, then yeah. carnage. Yeah, absolute carnage. Yeah, I took, I took my shirt off that day. I wasn't a pretty sight. Did you? I just went, fuck it. The place went bonkers, bonkers. But Back look at the amount of work that Martin Edwards oversaw yeah. in that 15-year period from 1990 to 2005. The transformation Old Trafford went under from being, let's be honest, a bit crap to being the premier stadium in the country, just as Emirates was getting finished, really. Yeah. That, there's some an arguments we said that that soulless fucking dust bowl maybe overtook it, but not if you're a real fan, right? Yeah. Now, fast forward 15 years, looks exactly the fucking same, apart from grubbier. Because there's no motivation for them to change anything about it. Nothing. There's no motivation for them to do it. They don't have to do it, or whether they do by law, they've done it because they've got to. Yeah. But there's no motivation in them spending money that isn't going to come back to The them. roof leaking was 18 months ago. Yeah. Yeah, 18 months ago. Sitter. Have you seen any fucking roofers up there fixing it? No, they're not even embarrassed. They're not. That's the thing. We're embarrassed, but they're not. They're not asked, and they're like, we're not just embarrassed. We're angry. If the roof leaks over them when they were sitting there, now that would have been fucking funny. Do you remember? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oliver, Oliver Smith says, "Does WrestleMania happening at the Glazer Stadium affect us with getting them out?" I don't know, to be honest with you, that. McGlenn, um, just sorry, I'm not being funny. I don't, I'm, Aren't I, the stadiums like owned by the cities anyway yeah, in not, America? I'm not Isn't really that like sure. a proper thing that American if cities it, do? They've done some If anyone that. knows the answer to that, then please get involved in the chat. They made the fans pay just, for the stadium. I just don't know. Uh, Mr. Glenn Johnson says, uh, renovations needed to get Old Trafford up to a good standard is 200 million. Good, not modern. Need a tetanus shot after being at Old Trafford now. And also, there's no room, is there? Like, there, uh, as well. Like... I've been at Stratford and we stand up, so I'm fortunate. But when you're sitting down... Shoulder city, innit? And I'm not even that tall. Yeah. And it's like, my knees yeah. are squashed. Yeah, yeah. if down. you sit down where I am in tier two, like... Yeah. And I'm fucking 5'10". I'm 6'2 right. as well. It's, it's, oh, mate, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like, my knees don't get in, in front of me. Cramps. Just fucking sh all shoulders. Oh, mate. It's, it's, it's not fit. fit. Like, don't you go somewhere like the Emirates and you just fucking plonk your ass down your chair, you go, Jesus. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. just swing your legs. It's mental, right? And it's honestly, it's, these are things you shouldn't have to think about as a fan. You know, we're, we're fortunate enough to support Manchester United, one of the richest clubs in the world. We should be able to, if you want to, sit down and not be squashed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Never mind about the football team and seeing the best players, but we should be at least be able to sit in a stadium and I'm not getting piss wet through. Well, this it. Well, what's happened? This ain't going away because that when the when the crowds come back to Old Trafford. I don't think they're going to be able to welcome in inside Old Trafford. You could, you, you They've never been welcome anyway. I know, but you, you, it might get nastier. And when was the last time they even came? I don't know. The, the, Barcelona, wasn't it? The Barcelona away. I know there were some people getting photos with them, which is a bit fucking bizarre. Yeah, oh I, I don't fuck no, with Why'd you do that, man? <laughs> look, try and put yourself in the picture of that where your mate Danny comes up to you and is like, hey, Jay, look. It's me and uh, Joe Glazer. And have room. Fucking bye. Straight in the fucking canal. My iPhone said yeah. fucking. Think, go and think about what you've done when you fish it out, you idiot. You go look for your morals with it in the yeah. fucking canal. I mean, come on. Do you know what I mean? It reminds me of. I don't think Barcelona has canals, does it? Fountains. <laughs> that's, that's more better. Yeah. Go and chuck it in the fountain. That it, It's a, it? a very famous fountain in Barcelona, yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. That'll have, uh, that'll have someone's phone in it if they come up to me with a bloody picture of them and the Glazers. Hey. Um, get involved in the chat let us know what you think about this movement about this protest about the Red Knights Steve was saying there you know about the fact that it's, it's increasingly difficult now to buy a club any club anyway but the size of Manchester United we've gone from what 720 million to 4 billion is it? Yeah, it was talk of 6 on Monday 6 after, billion after the Super League news came out that's just I mean the only way that's happening stock market is if you get a horrible horrible bastard it is literally like you know Evil, but the thing is, though, when it's an absolute arms race of who can blow the most cash, yeah, at some point you do feel like just shrugging your shoulders and going, Well, let's fucking bend over like the blues did. Thing is, though, right? They because they, they bent over, of course, they, they bent did. over for fucking Frank Sinatra, yeah, they did. And that he, that he, literal crook, yeah, his, his, <laughs> isn't he on the run at the minute? I think so. Is he's it he's in exile somewhere in right a literal crook? And then, um, you know, Shape Man Saw's lot came over literally. Pulling the cheeks apart for him. Yeah. I mean, it is, um, 
It is proper disgusting. Even if we do get them out, if whoever takes over, that debt's going to still be there. No, it won't. How do the, you know? It'll go as part of the, the sale. I hope so. The, the, like the, the, the sort of the dream move is, we're being a bit negative, the dream move is that you can have some sort of fan ownership, you can have these red knights or whatever, we can sort of you know spread it out across enough people where it's doable, where we can do it as a collective. So I'm not giving up hope, I'm not saying, oh, this is it, it's only the Saudis or whatever. I hope it comes to fruition. It's, it's going to be difficult, it's going to be difficult, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You know, most of the best I mean, the government make legislation. Fan ownership's a great dream, but... Actually, the, what I spoke to Andy Burnham about this week in terms of what this can be done. This is sentence I never thought of, eh? Yeah. Well, me, and the, me and the mayor was talking about it earlier in the week, actually, Andy. Um, Go and check that video out as well if you've not seen it. It's quality. Uh, me, the Manchester mayor and the Liverpool mayor, I didn't talk to him too much. Um, <laughs> not really much you, you, you had to say. Did you, when he was I'm talking, kidding, when the Liverpool mayor was talking, did you go, oi, shh. Manchester's talking. Yeah, me and Andy are having a chat. I want your fucking opinion. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so he said... What they can enact is 51% of season ticket holders being polled um, for anything to go through, which I think is a fantastic idea. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, people will be going, well, what have you not seen ticket holder? But y- you have to have some sort of way, don't you, of, of getting a, an opinion from the fans. So Fan membership, like the socio thing at, um, at Barcelona. Have I spoke to you about this? Barcelona no. do not want you to be a member, by the way. Right, cool. Like, if you want to come, say, Andy, you want to join Barcelona membership today and you want to have a vote on what goes on at Barcelona, like they did yesterday, right? Yeah. So, it's 280 euros a season, Andy. Wow. Oh, do I get a season ticket included in that? No. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> at all. Right? So, okay, 280 euros. What do I get for that? Well, is your dad a Barcelona member? No. How about an uncle? No. Okay. So you can become a Barcelona associate member, seeing as though you've got no one who's family. You have to have family that are Barcelona members for you to become a Barcelona member. They honestly don't want you to be a member. You can be joined as a member. For three years, you'll pay us 280 euros. And after the third consecutive year of you think, then we'll let you vote. And then you can apply for a season ticket. Scandalous. Mental. Mental, yeah. Honestly. Um, Lord Brady in the chat says, boys, billionaire owners are here to stay, unfortunately. Describe the realistic ideal billionaire owner. Also, Adam Sweeney um, in the chat says, off topic, but did anyone realise how good Rashford was versus Burnley? Just shows what rest can do. Love the content, lads. Keep us going. Much appreciated for all your chats and your support. Um, Yeah, I mean... It is. It is. Uh, and we know, got a game Sunday. It is. It is strange <laughs> times we're living, but we have to have hope. And if there's one thing that we should all know as United fans, you can never count us out. This yeah. club or this fan base. Yeah. Times a flight to Florida. Um, Butts is in the six a.m. Yeah. But at the Sheraton in Florida. At the Sheraton, first class as well, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I've obviously. told them to make sure you've got you've your, your sunscreen. Obviously. Got the rum and the Pepsi Max cherry waiting for us on the plane. Sunscreen. I'm wearing one of them pork pie hats. A red Hawaiian shirt, belly out, right? Drinking rum in each hand with umbrellas in it. <laughs> I'm going with and, and at that point, yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to do in terms of protest, but I'm just having a couple of rooms I think, to I think we, we need to have a discussion about that, at least a two-week planning meeting. In Miami? Yeah. you got to stake out the land, yeah, stake yeah. out. I need I to know my ins, I need to know my outs, I've got to look at... Egress yeah. and access, I've got to figure it out. Yeah. We need yeah. to write law enforcement officials. I've got to go get back on a range. Florida, get up Florida's a swamp. You've got to find the right place. You've got to find the right place. It's a swamp, right. Florida. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, you've got to make sure that you don't run into any... Alligators. <laughs> yeah. And hey, some... don't give people my idea away. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we might be over in Florida process. Though. We might not... Uh, Kustu... Oh, my... Days, I swear he's just done this super chat to test me because I'm terrible at pronunciation. So forgive me if I butcher your name. Kustub Adikare. I was happy our team progressing and getting better a few weeks ago. All this ESL circus has messed up my head. All optimism I had was thrown out the window thanks to the damn Glazers. Try not to be too despondent, mate. Um, it is frustrating. It is annoying. This affects but people's health as well because there's an emotional what I'm attachment. But Mental health and all that, it's wrong. It's wrong. There's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and we, you know, we're, we're keeping going, and there's a big movement, and hopefully, it'll see some change because I think they've, uh, they've had the fingers burned. Yeah. Seriously. Um, you see that shark in jaws, you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, that's the shock. You're going to need a bigger boat, exactly. Um, just before we wrap up, Mr. Housen, what? You're here on Sunday, aren't you, for the watch along? 
Might be. Yes, you are. No, you are. Who's asking? Uh, I am. Um, you're going to be sending us some videos as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm chilling in the The new TikTok star that is Andy Tate. If you've not seen Andy Tate on TikTok, mate, it's so funny. Seeing these Americans, you probably don't even know you are, no disrespect, but all doing like these Andy Tate impressions and also. That's still going viral. That's what? going, but what's going even better now is like you mixed in with like EastEnders and stuff. You've got to go and check it out, man. It's just. It's You've mixed me with EastEnders. I've not mixed it with EastEnders. Okay. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Oh. Or with, with like with songs as well. You'll go and go Danny on. Danny Dyer, West fucking go and, have a, go and check it out. Um, it is crazy, but it's good as well. Uh, make sure they go follow us on TikTok. Hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Go and check out Andy Tate on Instagram. Go and check out. You know where Steve is. He's everywhere. He's there. He's there. He's every fucking where. Brian McClure. Um, so go check it out. Uh, just before we go as well, deck two. Three nine six says, love the channel, lads. Helps me with my issues with mental health. Uh, ESL didn't help either. One thing is for sure, Man United will never die. They won't, and we appreciate your support and hope you're okay as well. And always glad to hear that people are getting help and, and uh, you know, appreciate what we're doing and we're helping people. And that's a good thing. It's a uh, good thing. Abdullah Ibrahim says, going for a positive question. Do you think Hannibal is close to the first team and will he make his debut soon? You're, you're the man for that. Metropolitan, you know? No? No, not close to the first team. Won't make his debut soon. May have to be a little bit patient there, but... That's know. what we got to be. And also, they're coming thick and fast. I was going over some old videos today. What happened to Gaz, that cheeky guy? Uh, we still chat to Gaz. I mean, I'm on his radio show more than he is, to be honest with you. I'm sure. <laughs> he cut me off the other day as well because I slagged off Be Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. Sorry for saying that Jeff Bezos might treat his Amazon workers not that nicely. And he cut me off and said uh, he's, not, uh, he's not got the right reply. <laughs> Fuck Amazon. Um, well, no, they did change the Gazi, game when it Gazi's comes to still delivery services. Channel, that's the point I'm making. Gazi's Amazon absolutely as well. changed the game. If I order up. some shit now, I'm annoyed if it's not on my porch three hours later. <laughs> like, I was my next door neighbour works for Amazon. I just started it. She bring it home from work. <laughs> Cheeky. Uh, this has been Alison's Brew. Um, that's been Andy Tate. That's been Stephen Halson. Who are Paddock playing tomorrow? Go on. Uh, Signal Old Boys, which after Joe mentioned it last week, does sound a bit Argentinian, doesn't it? I start. You know, <laughs> oh, Joe sorry. mentioned sorry. it. I'm so sorry. All right, yeah. As Jay mentioned yesterday, sounds a little bit Argentinian. Yeah. Um, better fix up, though. We need to win three out of three to get out of this group. And on that bombshell, this has been Alison's Brew. I've been Jay Martin. That's been Andy Tate, Stephen Alison. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.